Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Beings of a Mind and a Fan podcast. My name is Paul, your regular host. Today I'll be talking about the game between Manchester United and Everton that was played at Goodison Park. My United took on Everton and lost shamefully, embarrassingly, by a long goal. Now, you all know the drill and it's quite disappointing. You guys know um, it's shameful the way my United have down tools. The players obviously have down tools. The players are not putting in the effort, no urgency, no desire, nothing. You know, so it's been it was a terrible poor performance all round. The the players of course started well in the first 20 minutes or thereabouts. And Rifford had two attempts that were saved by Jordan Pickford in the Everton goal but some sloppiness in midfield by Nemanja Matic and um, Everton had the opportunity through Anthony Gordon to score he shoots um, Mr. Maguire deflects the ball into the net and Everton goal a goal up and my United playing for for close to an hour, could not get back into the game, could not get an equalizer, could not even salvage, but not to talk of winning the game. That's it to tell you how bad this team is. Everything who is being slapped left, right, and center by everybody and anybody, you know, even teams like Watford will fancy their chances against teams like Everton. And indeed, Watford has actually defeated Everton this season, earlier in the season, of course, before things started unraveling for Rafa Benitez and co. You know, but it's just shameful that Manchester United cannot beat teams fighting for relegation. We struggled to beat Newcastle. I mean, in the last time we met them at uh, St. James's Park, we played 1 1 with them. We drew with Watford. At Old Trafford, lost to them, you know, um, away from home. Burnley, we drew it Burnley at Tough Moor, you know. Who else is fighting relegation? Who else? I can't think of any the other teams. But you guys understand the point I'm making. You do understand, of course, that Manchester United right now, cannot beat teams in the bottom half of the Premier League table. Leicester, Southampton, Aston Villa, Everton. You know, these teams, we can't beat these teams. We can't break them down at Old Trafford. And we cannot get, you know, we cannot even put in the performance to defeat teams like this away from home. These players have shown to be frauds. You know, I've been debating with some idiots on Twitter and they keep gassing up Ole, saying that this team played well, exciting football under Ole, saying some crap. You were playing, your players were playing without fans in the stadium. For for one and a half years, my United played without fans in the stadium. Of course, they will play exciting football, counter-attacking football and win. Of course they would, but 
with a large crowd, they've been shown to be frauds. With a packed stadium, they've been shown to be frauds and not up for the fight. The pressure is on and they are not even putting 100% effort. Our players, you cannot tell me from what you saw today at Goodison Park that these players gave 100%. No. According to a stat, I think the Everton players ran 10 more, 10 kilometers more than the Man United team combined. The Man United players are not working hard off the ball. Let you know with the ball. The players are not working hard. They are pedestrian. They are poor. They are not doing the basics right. I keep saying this week in week out. I've been saying this. I'm, I'm sounding like a broken Congo record. A team cannot do the basics of football properly. You have a player like Wan Bissaka. I, I saw a start that he only had 58% passing accuracy throughout the game. 58%. Why? The only reason Wan Bissaka is getting into this team is because he's an Englishman. Maybe you shouldn't think of of um, switching nationality to the Democratic Republic of, of Congo because the moment he does that, he loses that privilege, that British or English privilege he has. Because I'm not seeing what he's doing. 58% passing accuracy. I saw a pass he gave to Sancho, a five-yard pass that even I will do. And he, he bottled it, he overheat the pass. And not only him, Bruno, very fond of giving away possession. Something has to be done about these players. Many things have to be done. This, we can't continue going like this. Bruno has not been rewarded with a five-year contract. And look at his performance today. Abysmal. Poor. Many of these players do not deserve to be in this club. Many of these players need to be faced out of this club. If I were in management or the technical director or director of football, whatever you want to call them, if I had the opportunity of facing out players of this squad, I would systematically face out these players. I would start with players like Pogba, Mata, Matic, Lingard, all these players whose contracts are up in the summer. All of them get out. All of you out. Then I will re- bring replacements for them, competent replacements. Then all those players whose contracts are up in a year or two, no extension for you guys. Out, Maguire, Rashford. Unless there's a serious upturn in form that convinces me to change my mind. All of you out, Rashford, Maguire, Wambisaka. All of you out. Look sure, Alex Telles. All of you out. Out of this club. Then I'll not come for those average players who who are just stealing a living. You players like Elanga don't step up. You step out. If Amar Traore is not stepping up, you step out. If a Pelistri cannot, you know, step up to the plate after two years of loan deals out who else 
Phil Jones, I will terminate that one's contract. Terminate it immediately. This is enough is enough. But systematically, I'll begin to phase them out. All of them, starting with players whose contracts are up in the summer. Don't need to deal with negotiation with players like Pogba or Marta or Matic or any other idiot. All of you out. Thank you for your service. Out. Look at Manchester United. Arsenal have lost two games back to back, and Manchester United is not even capitalizing. Arsenal had lost two of their three outstanding matches and we've only taken one point. So, what are we seeing? And we still have to take on Liverpool, Chelsea and Arsenal. So, what's going on? And I, I think, have we played West Ham? Okay, yes, we played West Ham. That let go by Rashford. So West Ham is out of the way. So the three big teams we need to play Arsenal, Liverpool, Chelsea. And I can and I'm sure many of you are willing to bet your houses, your life savings, that Man United will not win three of those games. They won't even get a point. Maybe they will get a point against Arsenal. It's possible. But I won't be surprised if Arsenal defeat Manchester after all, Everton defeated us. What what who says that Arsenal will not be ready for Manchester United next weekend? Because I think it's Arsenal that we're taking on next. So I don't understand. It's just shameful the way Man United play. You cannot keep you cannot keep possession of the ball. You cannot create chances for your striker. Ronaldo had, I think he had his chance in the latter stages of the game, in the 93rd minute, that he had his, a, a good, his first good opportunity to score throughout the game. Come on, don't create chances for your striker. Your wingers are refusing to take on fullbacks. Sancho cannot take on anybody. I don't understand. Why did we sign him? Who did the scouting? Who did the scouting? Sancho cannot take on wingers. I mean, for a bigger part, in fullbacks, he can't take them on. He's always going, moving backwards, taking them backwards. Come on, how long is this going to continue? And we signed that idiot to play on the right wing, but it appears that he prefers playing on the left wing. And Mr. Rashford is no good playing on the right. So we have a problem because Marshall will return from his loan. So we have three wingers who all are more comfortable playing from the left wing, leaving us with only Elanga who can play on either wing but produces um, mediocre performances most of the time. We have Ahmad who looks lightweight. I'm not sure he has the physicality to remain in this league. He can't even. Um, get into the Rangers first team and Rangers were accused of not investing properly in the general transfer window yet they brought Ahmad but they won't play him and that waste of money anyway it's not my money anyways but you, you know what I mean 
and and Mason Greenwood who would have you know definitely Mason Greenwood would have added something to our attack is unavailable because of his foolishness so this is the situation I mean Man United is unbalanced in the right wing too many left wingers who are comfortable playing or cutting from the left because they are right footed But Sancho is getting more game time or more opportunity to play from there because the new signing, 73 million pounds. He has been good in recent weeks, but this last two, three weeks, he has been poor. And this is a World Cup here. These players are not thinking of the World Cup. And they are playing like this. So is Sancho, Rashford, are they telling me they don't want to go to the World Cup? How can they get into the England squad? If they are playing like this, and based on the information I'm hearing, FIFA has decided to cut down international break from five to four, so there are not too many opportunities for these um, players to prove to Galatasaray that they are ready to go to the World Cup or uh, or deserve to be in the World Cup squad. So this is the situation, ladies and gentlemen. I'm very disappointed in my performance and I'm not surprised that we lost and what is surprising me more I'm not as angry as I thought I would be because many of us have have also accepted that it is all over this team is is this team is unraveling and we are not going to even achieve anything this season top four even though it is within touching distance is out of our reach. We are way off it and don't deserve to be in it. The players should be able to play with pride. You know, try and, you know, restore some pride. Play with so and give United fans hope for the future. Put themselves in the shopping windows. Tell me, who will sign Pogba in this manner? Who will rush or pull trees or do anything to get Pogba's signature, if not for commercial purposes. Any club Pogba joins now will only, will only sign him because of the commercial pool he brings to them. Nothing more, nothing less. He's not going to transform their midfield because their midfield will, will, will be okay. He's just going to be um, at best. Huh, I won't say he is going to be a squad player. But it's not going to be remarkable or extraordinary. It will just be an alternative to players who are already there. Because for Manchester United, he is not making himself stand out. He's not making himself. Um, he's not making us fans feel that he will be missed by the time he leaves this club. He is not. He is not at all. And it's shameful because he's one of our best midfielders. But it's a story of missed opportunities as far as I'm concerned. Six years of missed opportunities. It's only in Ole's first reign. It's first the first year of Ole's first reign. How do I put it? The first year of Ole's reign. That was the only time Pogba showed some signs of brilliance and you know showed us something or gave us the or showed us real Pogba 
I think that's the, how best I can describe the situation. Will you saw the best of Pogba in Ole's first year as manager of Manchester United? In the other years, we've been seeing flashes and tokens of his brilliance, but not constant um, performances from him. So, that is my take on Pogba. The players have down tools and are no longer playing for Rafranik. They have given up the fight as far as I'm concerned. Since the international break, many of the many of these players have decided to down tools and are no longer playing for Rafranik. And I think it has become clear that Rafranik is not going to be um, well, Rafranik has already clear that he's not going to be the manager next season. I think these players have realized that since he's not going to be the manager next season, they have decided not to putting their efforts they have checked out of the uh, the Premier League mentally they're just going through the motions and waiting for the summer to come I'm sure they cannot wait soon enough for the season to end and neither do um, how do I say and same for us too we too cannot wait for this season to be over because this what we are being served is dross rubbish nonsense that's what we are being served we're not being served anything it's just amazing how poor Manchester United is, considering how promising this season started. It was, it's just a terrible collapse. We don't have the respect of our rivals anymore. We're a banter club. We only live in the past now. We cannot reflect on the past. Five years, no trophy and counting. And this board don't look like people who know what they're doing. Even Eric Ten Hag, I'm not sure he can fix this problem. Definitely, getting Eric Ten Hag is not going to fix our problems. The problems with Manchester United is beyond the manager. There's a culture and system in this club that needs to be changed. We need to decide what we want to do, how we want to play. The club needs to decide. Then recruit the players that can do what the coach, the coach or coaches want, and take it up from there. And if the coach is not giving bring the results, then you can sack him and bring somebody else that will bring the results. But thinking Eric Ten Hag or any idiot you're going to bring has a magic wand and will fix our problems and all our problems will go away. It's not going to happen. We thought that was the case with Ole because the team was so poor. We thought we just needed some good coaching to fix the problem. But it appears that these players are so set in their ways that they are not willing to learn. So we need to get them out. And it cannot be done in one transfer window. It has to be done maybe two. Transforming those. I don't see this club signing 10 players in one window and being competent enough to let go of player surplus requirements or players who are not just good enough for this club. It can be done, it's possible, it can happen, but we will not do it because we don't have the team who can go about getting these players signed in. So, this is the situation of Manchester United. Personally, this is not Rafranik's fault. I don't have any problems with Rafranik because this is not his doing. This is Ole's legacy. 
yes, Rafran is he, he makes one or two questionable substitutions, but this is on only this is his legacy, and some idiots on Twitter and social media are still trying to push the agenda that Ole should have been given more time. More time for what? This Ole, Ole this is Ole's doing. Ole's, the team was playing poorly and was losing heavily. If Ole was in charge, I'm sure things would have been worse. So I don't know why some people are saying that um, Ole should have been given more time comparing with Alex. Alex took so many, several years before he started winning. What is the guarantee that Ole would win? Does Ole have the CV to suggest that he could do something about the situation we are in? So, so people just um, push their favorites. Ole had been sacked. Move on. The players are obviously the problem, not um, the coaches. Although Ole was incompetent, Ole is incompetent because he built this team. He let players who were winning trophies or who were good go and kept idiots and signed idiots too. We need serious investment in this squad in the summer. Serious investment. Right now, we need to sign two fullbacks because apparently Alex Telles is not um, somebody you can trust. Luke Shaw, he has his injury problems and he has been poor since he returned from the Euros. Wabisaka is not good standard. Diogo Dalot is far better than Wabisaka going forward, but he's not. Maybe with time he might improve, or if he's giving confidence or something, but. We need a much better fullback. When I watched the Euros, I've, I think I've said it on this platform before. When I watched the Euros, you could see how this Dutch uh, fullback, uh, what's his name now? Denzel Dumfries. You could see how he played, how he attacked. He was like an auxiliary right winger. Those are the kind of players you need at Manchester United. Players who can get involved, create opportunities. Cross, who can cross, create opportunities. That was, those are players Man United should be looking at. Not one Bissaka. But because he's an Englishman, you don't want him to be threatened. You, you, you keep the idiot who has refused to improve on his crossing, on his passing, on his football intelligence. You keep him there, hoping that he would improve just because he's a good tackler of the ball. Who has the tackling help right now? I'm sure if you look at those who make most tackles in the game with everything, Wambesaka is up there with the the best, but his tackling is not helping Man United going forward. He definitely did not keep us from conceding a goal. So these are players we can sign. Player Denzel Dumfries. And I'm sure if my United is serious, we can get it from Inter. You know, Regulon, we didn't want him to, because of a, a, a stupid clause, we refused to sign Regulon. You know that Regulon is actually 
pulling exactly pulling out trees in Spurs, but he's way better than um, what Teles is doing. He's a, a way better crosser than Teles, and probably a way better defender anyway. So who are who were we deceiving? We were just Pennywise spam foolish, in my opinion. In so we need to sign full, two full backs definitely. We need to send a defensive midfielder and let Matic go and rest. We need to sign a right winger. We are back to square one that we were last season. Last season, we need to sign the right winger. Now, we bought a right winger who now prefers to play on the left and appears to be only capable of doing well when playing from the left. Hi, ironic. This is Manchester United. Comedy Central. Just terrible. We have three players who can play on the left wing. Who, or who can only play on from the left wing effectively. Rashford, Rannick has played him there so many times on the right. Rashford has just refused to, you know, adapt. So, put Sancho on the right wing. Today, I think he played a lot on the right, but he, he was not taking on anybody. How? How can you not be able to take on a full back? You don't have the pace. Then you cross. It's, I, I don't understand. It's just terrible. And again, Wambisaka, his own, is because of his poor footballing intelligence, he and Wambisaka do not, are not, oh well, could not uh, combine very well on the right wing. So, the midfield, the central midfield, we are wasting opportunities. Or with our terrible passing, and on the wings, we are also poor. Sato was poor today. Rashford was, you know, average today. So, when you have all these poor performances, how can you win? How can you get goals? Now the goals are drying up again. Ronaldo since his traffic against Spurs, no show. And you can't blame him because he's not getting the service. How can you give a player only one chance in the whole game and expect him to score all the time? You should be giving him like you know a minimum of three to four chances. And he will take one or two of them. You know? How many players always score hundred percent of their chances? Who who does that? Who can? So it's just unfortunate the state of Manchester United right now. It's just unfortunate. We are, we have an unbalanced attack, a terrible central defense. Maguire should be stripped off the captaincy if he cannot be sold. They, they've done everything to help Maguire. Put him on the right, pairing with everybody and anybody, you know, put him on the right side of defense. Everything has been done to help Maguire. He keeps causing damage to Manchester United. And the press is refusing to call him out. The little calling out Roy Keane is doing, they're making a circus or making a force out of it. So, it's terrible Manchester United the performance was terrible abysmal poor
terrible performance from our players. Only Dijia and maybe Lindelof came out with some credit today in the performance against Everton. It was a poor performance all around by the squad. And now we know McTominay is injured. Fred are now joined him in the treatment table. So we are now left with Matic and Pogba and Bruno in midfield. Donny has been loaned to Everton. Now I don't think he's even getting the game. So players who should be playing are all on loan and they're not even getting you know regular opportunities to play. Transebe, Pelestri, Ahmad, Donny, all of them are all on loans, yet they're not playing. United should have signed a defensive midfielder in the general transfer window. We chose not to. And this is the result. Now Matic will play. Although, of course, he's playing one game a week, so he, ordinarily it shouldn't be a problem. But if the clown gets an, an injury, I wonder what will happen. And I guess Arsenal, I'm sure he'll be he'll be roasted like so by Odegaard and Smith-Rowe. They will expose him. So I expect us to lose against Arsenal. Arsenal lost today, but I won't be surprised if they defeat Manchester United next weekend. So I'll need to stop here. Thank you all for listening. Um, it's a rant and 